Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus this, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. So re-watching the first half, I thought on TV he was worse than he was. I don't think they had a lot of openings down the field. It wasn't just him turning things down. It felt like, man, Rams doing a good job protecting deep. So he's taking the short stuff, taking, taking the short stuff, taking the short stuff. It's working okay. You get more sprays, more misses than you're used to with Burrow in this calf injury right now. There's no mobility. <laughs> that one rollout, he looked like like 2014 Peyton Manning style of just kind of like a little jog as he's going. I felt like right before the half, similar to last week, he kind of got more comfortable and it felt like it loosened up for him. He felt more in rhythm. And that didn't last as well as it did last week. I thought last week that happened, and then he was just kind of like almost normal Burrow. Almost. Not fully there, but, you know, it was a pretty good performance the second half of that of that Ravens game. And this one I thought it was up and down, but it did feel a lot less constrained in the second half. They were able to actually work the ball beyond 10 yards because that was the biggest issue in the first half was there was, I think, one throw – before that last drive, I think there was one throw over 10 yards, and it was like an 11-yard pass. So then you hit the seam ball of Tanner Hudson, and you got some stuff cooking that way. You threw a couple go balls to T. Higgins that didn't go that way, uh, one on him, one on Burrow. But it just felt more open and that the offense was able to breathe. 
I don't think, man, what percentage do you think you'd put him at right now? 65, 70. Yeah, I was like 60. In the first half, it felt like almost 40. I was like, man. And when I was watching TV, I think when I was watching the all 22, it felt more like 50, 60, but when I was watching TV. I was like, why is he out there? Because like, if you can't drive the ball and there was one deep shot. And when you see the end zone view of it, you can kind of see him really uncomfortable. He doesn't just put his right foot in the ground and drive off of it and fire the ball down the left sideline. He kind of steps off the foot immediately. He's putting all his weight on his front foot and trying to throw it. That was why I think that ball, the chase sailed on him, went out of bounds. It's tough right now. He's gutting something out and it's not easy. It's um, it clearly has a big effect on him. It so far, at least since the reaggravation, I'm at no point did I think like, Oh, we're almost at, you know, we're almost at what Burrow normally is. Like this to me was like, 60% 60% of what Burrow normally is. And that's probably still better than what the backup's going to give you. But it's, man, you hope it, it gets better, progressively better over the next couple of weeks. And you're not trying to deal with 60 to 70 to maybe 80% Burrow when you're in the second half of the season. That I think could be a concern because the defense was awesome. Are they going to be awesome every week? They have the 49ers and Bills back-to-back. I mean, those are two games that you're probably going to want your offense to play well, even if the defense is playing well. Yeah, and we'll stay with Burrow right now. Um, I, I agree with you. I, You know, to be determined on what he looks like, what what he, how he's feeling today, they get back to practice tomorrow. And um, I still have a feeling they're going to go limited with Joe a lot at practice just pretty much the next four to six weeks. Um, I think it's smart. You need to manage him. And he's your franchise quarterback. Of course, reps are extremely important for Joe Burrow. But I think right now is you just manage the injury throughout the week. And then Joe Joe goes out there and hopefully every single day, every single week, he's feeling a little bit better. I think the biggest thing from that game, and I know a lot of people are like, I was kind of ugly on the offensive side, is Joe said in his postgame interview that he didn't have any setbacks. And I think that's encouraging because obviously you watch the last few minutes of the Ravens game and he had a setback. So you, you want that going forward if he's going to manage this. And I just think it's tough. And as you mentioned, you go back and you watch the all 22, maybe looks just a percentage better than what we really saw out there. And it really felt like the offense in the second half, they, they settled down, they were managing the game. Uh, but you know, there's so many drives that they're getting close to the red zone and they're not putting points up. And it was just, I don't know, it, it, old Joe Burrow or, or Joe Burrow of last year is, is scoring touchdowns uh, during those drives. And it's just unfortunate because I feel like they could have just put the Rams away early in the first half, to be completely honest with you. Um, And we'll get to the defense in just a moment. But I think a lot there's some criticism out there. And I think people are 60 40 on it because a lot of people are saying, yeah, you need to manage Joe. Why in the world is he throwing the ball so much? And then you get the other crowd that says, well, I kind of understand what Zach Taylor was doing. What, What did you take away from it? Passion, drive and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Their run game right now just doesn't sustain drives. And I think part of it is that they're not using, they're not really using the tight end. I kind of expected going into this game that Drew Sample would be the main tight end. And I don't think that's how it played out. I think that they liked having Hudson out there. They liked getting uh, Wilcox out there. So without Irv, it wasn't just Drew Sample. But in my mind, he's not, not he's not even like that that great. But Drew Sample is the one guy that can block his tail off um, in that tight end room. And I kind of thought, well, if you're going to protect Burrow, you're probably going to put Sample in there and just try to grind teams. They didn't really do that. They wanted to run some RPOs. They wanted to motion a whole bunch, try to, you know, move the defense that way, doing everything they can. And then if Hudson or Wilcox or whoever can give you a little bit of a block, great. But they don't have those guys that are real grinders at tight end other than Drew Sample. So trying to get the play the both sides of it. Um, I don't think Hudson and Wilcox are able to sustain a rushing offense down the field. I think Drew Sample might be able to. And it's really difficult when you have five offensive linemen as your real run blockers and nobody to give them some secondary support. Um, The wide receivers are not really, they're not really the, you know, they're, they're great receivers. They're not there to dig out safeties. Uh, sometimes Boyd will be able to, or Higgins, but for the most part, they don't really ask those guys to do it. And they're not great at it. I think they RPO them because of that. They say, look, these aren't the best blockers. And why would we want these great blocking receivers? Let's just have them run routes and that'll draw defenders. And I think for the most part, they're pretty right on that. Uh, but their run game is built as of now to kind of be a body blows type of run game to take hits off the quarterback to keep them on schedule it's not built to let's hand the ball off 12 out of our 17 plays on this drive and just grind down the clock let's work our way down the field it's just it's not how they really built this offense um they had a chance if they want to to go for any tight end and they went for a guy that's six foot two 240 pounds and he's an okay he's a good blocker in space but he's not an inline guy so the space thing only works so much, especially because the backs aren't the most explosive backs. Even if Mix is playing well, he's more of a great before the line of scrimmage can run people over and find the tough yards. than he is a guy that's going to give him the ball in space and watch him, you know, make a guy miss and sprint 70 yards type of like Miami Dolphins, San Francisco 49ers before McCaffrey type back where it's just like speed demon. Let's give him the ball in space and just let him go. Uh, it's not so much mixing. I think his good quality showed up on his touchdown run and he was a good player all game. I think he's actually been probably the most consistent and best player on this offense, but he's still not a guy that really can generate explosive plays in the run game. Their success rate in the run game with Mixon, not even counting Trayvon Williams, who had a 0% success rate, although I don't think he played terribly or anything. I believe it was 25%. I'm going to double check it, uh, but I believe it was 25%. And that's just not, that's not really something that you can sustain for a long period of time. You can't run the ball down a team's throat 
when only 25% of your plays are getting you closer, getting you an optimal position on the next down. So their success rate with is 26%. And it was on early downs, 22%. So that's in the 12th percentile across the entire NFL. So it's not ideal. I think they've had a good running success rate before yesterday, but that was when they were more threatened by Burrow's arm and they weren't in this game so much. We're going to get to the good stuff soon. I promise everyone. This is an exciting one because they got their first one of the season. But there's one more thing I do want to talk about because it felt like last week the confidence level was up for T. Higgins. But I was really surprised with the drops by him in this game. And and they happen. Some wide receivers will have off games. But it really felt like this could have been a kind of balanced on in your wide receiver room. And it was just unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, these happen. I mean, you don't want them to happen ever. Uh, the first ball that hit his hands and he didn't catch was high. So do you put that on him or not? I don't know. The second one, I believe, was the time he went over the middle of the field. It looked to me when I watched it that like he was almost a little bit surprised the ball was getting thrown to him. Not that he should have been, but um, he's kind of like, oh, shoot, I got to catch this. Uh, and I believe the third one was the curl route that just hit him in the hands and he dropped again. So two of those just stone cold drops. You can't have those. One of them high throw. He just couldn't bring in. You think he should, I, I think he should be able to bring that down, but I could see somebody not charting that as a drop or whatever. Uh, it's tough, but it's another one of those, like what's the narrative on T Higgins game. If Witherspoon doesn't fall down, on that pass and Higgins able to jump up, catch it and score the touchdown. I mean, are there, we then going like, yeah, there was some rough stuff in there, but look at that catch. And like, this is why he's here. And now it's kind of like, whatever about, I'm sure everybody has some joke or whatever they're saying about it, but you know, it's like, he didn't have a great game. And some people start looking at it, like, is it the contract? I don't really think so. I just, I just no, think, either. I think with the wide with wide receivers, these type of games sometimes just creep up uh, for whatever reason. Seems like a concentration issue more than anything. As long as it doesn't bleed into the coming weeks, I don't think I don't think I'm concerned about it. 